One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back, team, to another episode of Hardcore Listing with Chris and Stu. Um, this week, we've got an old friend of ours, or mine, I should say, Ryan Callanan, um, who's an artist also well-known on the street art scene under the Sweden Riker. Um, a little bit about Ryan. Um, the stuff he makes <laughs> and the artwork he creates uh, is lots of plays on pop culture, but how he executes his artwork, often through um, pub signs and different types of materials, uh, blows me away. It's pretty creative stuff. It's cool. It's also often quite expensive, um, and it's dope. You know, there's a lot of people who have his work um, proudly hanging in their house. Um, lots of plays on people like Biggie Smalls and, and hip-hop lyrics and acid smiley faces. His acid abstraction uh, pieces that he's done recently, which is sort of like an, an abstract reimagining of the acid smiley face um, produced in um, three dimensions is, is fucking dope. I met Ryan a good few years ago. He actually made and designed a few wicked t-shirts for us. Uh, one was called The Bass Face, and that just sold really well. Indeed, actually, we've got some new t-shirts for you, some t-shirts we actually did a while ago, then didn't really push or release, which we will be releasing soon, uh, called The Double Han, which is uh, you know Han Solo from Star Wars, and it's a play on uh, some of um, Riker's um, favourite... Um, pieces um, that he did under that Sweden uh, that were very popular and we did a t-shirt of that and we also did a little mini art print to release with it as well so you lucky fuckers will be releasing that soon anyway on to the interview that uh, we had this was wicked uh, Ryan's choice was it's got to be one of my favorites he had a few others that I was really up for him doing because um, he's a huge fan of Star Wars. But he went with this one, and I was very happy with that. You know, you know from the episode cover, it's um, sort of like favourite toys, and my gosh, this was nostalgic. It was wicked. Uh, when I look back and think of my childhood, a big part of that is the sort of the cartoons and the toys that I, I grew up with, and we go in on that in the next two episodes. So if you're a kid of the 80s or early 90s, you should fucking love this one. So, 
Big shout out to the rest of the Distraction Pieces Network. Um, Tuesday night, Jaw with Jim Smallman. Went to um, their bank holiday special the other day. It was at the Electric Ballroom. It was amazing. Uh, it's so funny. If you get a chance to go to that live show, you don't have to be a wrestling fan to really love what goes on there. Not only the athletics, but the the drama and the comedy are just superb. Say Why to Drugs with Dr. Susie Gage is on the network too. I've, I've picked up Susie before, so I'm going to go straight on to Stop and Search with Jason Reed, who we have also picked up previously. But they're all great. And of course, the original Distraction Pieces podcast with uh, Mr. Pippi Longstockings. Yeah, so enjoy, bitches. Speak to you later. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. We are live. Live? Live. Nice. Just nice. false advertising there for anyone who's just downloaded it. Okay, and we've got um we've got a special guest today. We have, and, yes. Um and um I've met I've met him once a long, long time ago, but you're you're, you're good friends, so um, we, we, I'll, we I'll pass over to you to, to introduce our guest. Right, so uh, on today's uh, episode of Hardcore Listening, um, we have uh, Riker, or Ryan Callanan, um, who is a, is a, a well-known artist, um, who I was introduced to through uh, one of our co-friends, Aaron Shrimpton, who we haven't yet uh, had on this on this show. Okay. Um, how you doing, mate? All right? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me down, and... Um yeah, thank you. It feels you. like a little bit of a reunion as well. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. we haven't seen each other for a couple of years, I reckon, mate. No, no, it's, it's been a while. And it's yeah. quite, quite strange, quite quickly, there's lots of mutual friends, isn't there? And lots of kind of, it's all a bit yeah. inbred, isn't it? Mm. Like, so where, where, do you, where, where do you live? I live in Romford now. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, I've, I've lived in Romford for about eight years. And um, yeah, I'm originally from Bethnal Green. East End, gradually getting closer to Fort Bay. Yeah, nice. It's the dream, isn't it? They call it Yeah, the dream of Fort Bay. We were saying this the other day, which is like um, the fact that like we we started out putting our club nights on in, in Shoreditch, and now it's going out to Hackney and, and Dalston. And you think in about ten years, I will literally have to walk out my front door and put on some fucking big nights in Tilbury and, and smash it. Because Depre- it's literally just going to keep going further and further out. Depressingly, mine's going to be at like Unit 7 over in the Las Vegas. <laughs> isn't, isn't Tots the ambition, are fucking, Yeah, that's the dream. Last time I was in there, I woke up on the floor in a cubicle. I've, oh. I've been there once in my life. Do you know a club starts badly when you have to go three sub-levels down into it? <laughs> The, am, the only mate. exception being fabric. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually mate, gets better the deeper place. you go. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Totsy's... For someone who's been club promoting in Essex for, for 20 plus years, mm-hmm. for some reason, I'd never been there. And it was like... And it's five minutes from my, you know, the club that I work at. Yeah. And, uh, and I went there on a Wednesday about five years ago. Um, Still open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called oh. uh, Talk, and uh, 
And I asked, I went in there because my, my mate's band was playing. And they asked me to DJ a little bit afterwards in like this little venue above it. And uh, But when I got there, I heard that in talk or tots downstairs, Betty Boo was playing live. And this was, mm-hmm. like I say, about four or five years ago. And I just thought, do you remember Betty Boo? Oh, I could start rapping it to you now, mate. Remember Betty Boo? I don't. Oh, she was a beaut. She really I can't remember what she looked like. I just can remember her tunes. Yeah, well, she had a kind. Of, yeah, she she looked very sixties and like. Mm. She was. A, but Betty Boo, the character, which no, is based on that. Uh, I guess Betty so. But she had that kind of Bob and. Okay. Betty Boo like, is like doing the do. What well, did it chart? Yeah, still in the do. And you are through, uh, and there's nothing you can do. That's really piss poor. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I was going to say that ain't ringing a bell, but um, but yeah, I want um, it to ring a bell. I should know it. I probably you would will. definitely recognise her. Yeah. It's like it'd be like on now nineteen ninety, wouldn't it? If you yeah. Oh, is it that old? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But she was really pretty, and I just thought, right, I'm going to go down and have a have a little look. And uh, and when I went down there, there was about four people in the whole venue, and bless her, she was like going for it on stage, <laughs> like as if it was Wembley. And, uh, and it, it just felt a bit Phoenix Nights. And mm-hmm. I just remember, like, there was one guy just standing there, literally in, like, a long coat with his hands in his pocket. <laughs> and I just thought, oh, come on, mate. Like, give her a... Do you know what I mean? She's come on stage, she has four people, and you're literally fucking rubbing your balls oh. watching her. Like, yeah. That was, uh, that was my experience. I don't remember that night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me out of there. <laughs> you woke up on the floor about that. Never saw later. that jacket again. <laughs> <laughs> Had to burn it. Oh, dear. So, um, where should, where should, would you, first of all, should we, do you want to um, tell us what you've chose for your list today and what you're going to talk about? So, my list is my top five childhood toys of my childhood. Okay. Um, so... Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty tough picking a five from almost, I think it was like 25 to begin with wow. toys. And then it got down to action figures. Yeah. So really, the concise list is childhood, top five childhood action figure lines, I okay. guess. That's, yeah. that's, it, I could have gone more niche than that. You know. That's 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 pretty niche. I mean, I was well glad when you said that because Lego. Yeah, you know, of course. Yeah. So, so if if I omit Lego, I have to take out Com- uh, like Meccano. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, then yeah. it become action figures. Yeah. And that yeah, was, yeah. yeah. So as we we normally try and get some honourable mentions in at the beginning and sometimes yeah. at the end as well. So yeah. you mentioned Lego and Meccano. In regards to narrowing it down to action figures, was there? Any other action figure lines that didn't make the grade? Uh, there was. Um, um, notable ones are Transformers. Oh, okay. Had to get rid of Transformers. That's a tough cut, man, when you've got to cut out Transformers, man. You must have yeah. been deliberating for... Yeah, it was like the reason being... Um, well, the first one was they they changed state. <laughs> so they weren't always action figures; they were yeah. vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> so there's like a technicality. Very, yeah, fucking good point. Oh, yeah. Out. We'll transforms are standing this... on the side, going, "Oh, come on, technicality." Yeah, so like, like, I like that. It's, so I approached it like, yeah, like uh, kind of a criteria, mm. loose criteria. But yeah, the other thing being, uh, personally for me, transformers, I remember always not having many. The ones I had, maybe two or three. I had really small ones, and then I had, I think I had a broken Megatron. Right. 
and they were fucking impossible to put together. Mm. Like I've got a Megatron masterpiece now yeah. as an adult, and I can't get it back to being a gun. Bloody hell. And I've got the instructions. Do you know what? Though? Really? That, that, yeah, it's, yeah that, it's, me- that Megatron gun was famously difficult. Oh, it it's really just was. impossible. Well, it's not just because it's old and a bit knackered. It's just it... I can't even make out the instructions as like now. I can't do it. It's it's sitting in a box, <laughs> tangled up like origami. It's just a mess. It's like the worst elastic band ball you've ever seen, and it fucking winds me up. I have to leave it alone. Yeah, like, it's yeah. winding me up now, thinking about it. <laughs> it was two hundred quid. Really? So like yeah, the masterpiece. Like, yeah. They put like better components on it, and I'm I, I'm not sure if they upscaled it a tiny bit. Yeah. But they they made it pucker, and it was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I've got to get Megatron, got to get, get him back. And uh, yeah, it just turned out to be as frustrating as when I was a kid. Did Man, they... it was like a Rubik's cube when you were a kid, Megatron. It it's was, worse it than was... that. Yeah. I remember because um... <laughs> like, I'm a little bit obviously I'm, I'm I'm older than you guys, but I think I kind of missed. Transformers a little bit, but my, my younger brother was, was in them. And I, but I do remember on a Saturday morning, you'd like Transformers show be on. And was there one called GoBots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, a, was that like a poor man's Transformers? Sort of like a cheaper version that, because Transformers was bossing it, wasn't it? Like the whole world was in love with it. And uh, I don't know, the, who was that? Was that Mattel Transformers? I can't remember now. Um, well, Takara do it. I'm not sure if it was Mattel or not. Is that? Yes, clean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, we're yeah. just jacking um, up. Takara now. I know. I know from the box of the recent one I bought. Right. Takara, I've got it. Oh, but that might be because it stems from um, the Asian market. Oh, what? And they bought it on. Yeah, maybe. There, um, there might be a Western manufacturer. It might have been Mattel. I'm not sure. Gobots. I'll have a little look in a minute. Gobots uh, was a was a sort of like cheap sort of imitation. Yeah. The, the, the quality wasn't as good. It was. I had a couple of Gobots, probably from like some. You know, your uncle doesn't love you as much or whatever. And they, they did a crossover with a thing called Rock Lords. I don't know if you ever remember Rock Lords, which oh, was a fucking mental toy. It was... Why <laughs> <laughs> right, rocks? Yeah. yeah, I do remember them. It's like Transformers <laughs> that turned into a fucking lump of Do you know what that was? That was someone who made a robot and just thought, oh, I had what one can of them. we make that into? A red, there was a red one. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was red, green, gold. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that's just like, should we turn it into like, I don't know, it, it, it just sits together all right, like that. We're just painting the fucking rock. It was essentially a lump of shit as a yeah. toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to end up, we used to end up like building them and then just dashing them at each other's heads. I'm pretty certain that's not like what they were thinking was going to happen. No, they were like robust conkers. Yeah, yeah, it was it. <laughs> that's a fucking, yeah. it was. That's exactly what they looked like as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just fucking... this, this, this transformer cleverly turns into just a piece of shit. Cat, it no, looks like cat shit out of the literary. <laughs> it is that. And it probably, do you know what? It was probably because you know, like the um, Japanese like cats or yeah. that yeah, stereotype. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's something in that. Maybe in Japan they were marketed as cat shits that <laughs> cat transform. <laughs> cat shit formers. The rest were like, we want to buy it, but we really can't be telling everyone that's just cat shit. Just call them GoBots, fuck it. They'll, do it. They'll buy them. They won't even notice. <laughs> We've only just noticed, to be honest. We have only <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah. It worked, didn't it? Fucking on to you now. Fuck. Yeah, it's nice if like, every now and again I'll, I'll be flicking through sort of Facebook and whatnot and someone will put up like um, a kind of a series of photos from like an Argos catalogue from like... Oh, man. And, and you just think... Because you, you would rinse that shit daily, wouldn't you? <laughs> I used to go and just... I don't know if you've done this, like, but... That was Google then. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. Like, could I have, if I had to, ha- if I could only have one thing on each page, what mm. would it do? And I would like, I'd just have on that page and have that, on that page and have that. And so you must have fell into the trap, the Argos trap, where you had a. Um, Trying not to mention, like, say Thundercats that were in Argos catalogue. Yeah. yeah. But the small print, you didn't realise they're showing the assortment. You couldn't actually pick. It would just say action figure, and it was a code that yeah. summarised ten different ones. Yeah. So then you, you didn't know which one you're getting until <laughs> it's come to you. Yeah. Which back then you don't realise there's a returns policy. You just yeah. think, fuck, I'm, please don't get the cheater woman. Like, <laughs> do not I want, want the pant throw. For yeah. Fuck's I can't. Sake. I can't even remember their names. Like it was just like. Yeah, Panfro or Lino or Mumra, but I don't want her. I definitely don't want her. Like, please. Yeah. No, I mean, like that was the um, that was one of the things I noticed going through, like doing a bit of research as well yeah. and remembering the lack of female characters. Yeah, yeah. And how cinema is now changed that. Yeah. Rightly so. I yeah, mean, yeah. Leveled totally. it out a bit. Yeah. It was also yeah. like hyper because I come from like so when you said you can do it of your era, I was like. Fucking please, dear God, this could be a good one. And the ones Ryan sent through, I was like, yeah, this is bang on. This yeah. is like we our childhoods are going to be mirrored in terms of fucking toys here. Yeah. But when I look at that, um, it, it, like how they were doing things like, um, well, we'll use Thundercats as an example, but you, you'll see that as a theme is they were very sexualized. A lot of these these toys, like the female characters and the men, it's a bit right, bit raunchy. Um, and that's something that they've kind of changed somewhat, I think, as time's gone on. They've gone a bit more away from like the sexy fan- fantasy sort of drawings to having them all wearing a few more clothes and not having quite such extreme body types, really. Is like, well, and a bit of grit. The females yeah. have got a bit of grit rather than just cleavage. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, you know, like Ray from the new Star Wars film. Yeah. She's like a cool scavenger. Yeah. You forget yeah. she's a girl in yeah, most yeah. of that film. Yeah. You're just like, she's fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you think? Really do good, you yeah. think that, like, you know, teenage boys are, are ripping it off to Ray the way that we did to Leia? Don't know, well, d- yeah, but bear in mind as well, like, again, this is like we're going from like Argos life to Google life, you know. God no, like teenage yeah. boys don't have the sort of like, and girls, it's a different world, isn't it, with the internet? So I don't know if people would be looking at that, but maybe who knows? Yeah, uh, we had like the, what was it? You you were lucky to get. Um, a glimpse of um, behind the scenes layer. <laughs> yeah. Now you've got the fappening. Yeah. <laughs> they don't really compare. No, no, no. It's like, you don't really have to go there yeah. then, and imagine yeah. anymore, do you? Bear, bear in mind, you said Argos was Google. That had everything. You just you just go into the underwear section, yeah. maybe. So. No, no, not uh, that was Littlewoods. <laughs> okay, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think Argos did lingerie, did they? Definitely not. Definitely not in my not. book. No. It was a high fi I was looking at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'd say like on the, going back to Transformers, um, that that would probably make my top five. In terms of, I think what I thought was genius about Transformers was that was the fact that they they transformed. Unless we were going action, like you know, as you said, like you've actually gone even tighter on yours and gone well, actually, action bigger action lines. bigger lines, which then would cut them out. Yeah. Um, but Just on yeah. a technicality, but mm. the other point I wrote down was um, they were the most expensive of all the toys I wrote down in oh, action yeah, figure yeah, terms. Right. Yeah, and it's probably uh, I don't know anyone. I don't know if you guys mm. have more than like a couple. Mm. Whereas some of the other things we've like in the list, you could get, you could have quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's true. Yeah, it's true. 
it wasn't like it was a certain figure that if you got a couple of quid pocket money a week, you could afford. No, it this like, is a... It was, it was a birthday or a Christmas at Transformer, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it definitely was like... I just... I think that was that was the other thing that put me off. And then the the uh, the range of them, like, you wanted... I remember one that my cousin had, and it was called Scorpinox. And it was yeah. massive. And it was a Scorpion playset that housed, like, just one of the little Transformers I had. Yeah. It, like, and that wasn't even as big as its lower leg. Yeah. And yeah. so as soon as I saw that, I was like, I'm out. Because yeah. <laughs> I can't have that. It's like, this is just stupid. Yeah. yeah, so... Have you always been like, if you... Do you obsess about, like, if you start collecting toys, do you want the lot? I'm a collector now. No, yeah. yeah, so what like... then? Don't... I don't know. That's probably the root of it. I think this is why I collect toys now. Because, um... Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I collect toys now because I think um, everything was un- incomplete, like most people yeah. then. Yeah. So um, I've just got the ability now to just complete stuff and yeah. get into it. Mm. Like, I was always into it. And, uh, it's quite hard researching. to talk about because you're going to talk about sets that we're going to probably get from today. Yeah, so anything now that I want and going back and buying things that I thought was great as a kid... You know, I've dipped my toe in eBay and thought, oh, let's see what they like. Maybe I'll start collecting them again. You're actually like, nah, didn't age very well. You're right. It's like right. Monster Munch. They're not how I remember them. Yeah. And they've, <laughs> they've changed it. Yeah, they were they were bigger and, and, and they tasted totally different. The beef ones were just like full on. Like they couldn't have they couldn't have been right. Same as wagon wheels. Wagon wheels were bigger than my head when I was a kid. <laughs> and like, that is saying something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Well, should we get the list going? Yeah, let's let's go. ro- I think rose-tinted glasses are um, are not. You know, they're not meant for reading, are they? No, no. that's a good point. They're uh, the analogy. They're quite. Yeah, they're quite. Um, I don't know. There's some complex lens distortion going on with rose-tinted glasses. I definitely get that a lot with the old uh, cartoons of this same era. So the cartoons, to me, are as big as the the toys, right? Yeah. And. Um, and one one of the worst ones was Dungeons and Dragons. I, I went back and watched that back at uni. So this is going. It's, this is still going back ten years or more. And uh, and I, I watched Dungeon Dungeons and Dragons. And that I used to fucking love that show. I tell you. And I watched an episode. And I was like, this is the most boring, <laughs> yeah. tedious program. I couldn't watch any more because it was going to destroy my childhood. Yeah, I. Uh, oh, I was going to say. I was just thinking about. Um, in my mind back to like again any of the TV shows I grew up with was literally just still strings and puppets it was all, all in black and white obviously yeah, I'm old as fuck you know that Bill uh, um, and Ben yeah <laughs> oh dear but right. the, um, yeah I mean my list of we can we can go over some of the ones that didn't make it because um, yeah a, a, a list of five is quite a short list really yeah. in this so what should we go with um, number five yeah, man. Yeah. Let's take number five. And before we start, mate, are you all right? Because you got your water there. Do you want? Do you want another drink of any description? I'm all right for a bit. You sure? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Anytime cool. you want, beer, coke, wine, whatever you want. All right. Cool. Cheese lits. <laughs> so number five is the WWF line Hasbro. Right. Yes. The uh, and the ones I'm talking about are the sort of five to six inch tall ones, right? Yeah. So they had limited articulation. They were they were quite soft to look at, rounded off. You remember these? Yeah, ones? yeah, definitely. But yeah. one of the ongoing things throughout the five is 
they had expand like extensive ranges. Yeah. Of characters. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't so like the, one or so two. the list became. This is why they're the top five. Right. Because yeah, you you couldn't you couldn't collect them all. It was impossible. Most yeah. of these is impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. As a kid, so that was that was why they're my top five because it there was mystery. Felt never having them all. Yeah, yeah. And you could always go to a mate's house who had one you never had. Yeah. And that was, yeah, that's part of it. WWF was that. Yeah, man, because even when you went to the store as well, you wouldn't see the whole line, would you? There's never a way that you go to a store for... (laughs) No one stocks them all. No one... This is is the beautiful thing about Mm. um, toys and, you know, as an adult collector, you can go, oh, shit, yeah, there was loads. And now, because the years have passed, all of these things are available if you want them. Yeah, that that on, on top of my fireplace, there's a there's a figure, and I won't say what it's from because I'm, I'm aware that it does pop up later. But in that little frame, that's what my uh, my, my friend Cunt in the gang uh, bought me for my uh, <laughs> for my recent birthday. Um, we went to a very small little hardware shop on our trip into town in Grays, and we were avid collectors of these this set. And we went in there, and that figure was in there, and that figure was never in your Woolworths or, your, you know, all the big toy outlets, that. And it was just, we both bought it that day and it was one of the greatest days of my life because no one had that figure. And I went into school and I was like, you will not believe what I've got. And it was like, <laughs> because every Crabs. shop didn't sell them all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd go in there and you'd have your, your, your big hitters. But that, when I got that, that was a good day, that was. That's, it's like the, the same, you know, like the moment in Pulp Fiction when they opened the gold briefcase. Yeah. That is the equivalent, isn't it? Yeah. As a yeah. kid, when you've got the toy and you like yeah, reveal man. it, and everyone's like, "Oh, yeah." yeah. It's it's that. What is that gold? <laughs> I, I I remember like the, the the one thing like when I got to to secondary school that everybody was after, and there was only one of them like what only one kid had it, and it was Subway Art the book, right? And like. Uh, do you remember Subway Art? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, I've actually got mine signed by Martha Cooper. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did um, a signing down in Shoreditch, actually. Really? Yeah. yeah. How long ago was that, man? On the 20th, maybe the 30th anniversary of the book. Yeah, that'd be about... A couple of years ago. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been. Because I'm on my 44, so I was probably about 13, 14 when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. That figures. But... Um, yeah, that was one of the things that everyone would be like leaning over someone's shoulder, and just thinking, "Fucking hell, he's got Subway off." Like, it was like <laughs> it was the hurry, and you, and you knew that when he pulled it out of his bag, he just was so fucking smug. Like, <laughs> and it was never in our library because we'd all go to the library to try and get it, but it's always been rinsed because everyone was just like, "Someone's bringing Subway off back on Saturdays." So everyone's standing in the library trying no, to get it for a week. Yeah. What's one of them books that everyone who gets it out? Loses, yeah. <laughs> conveniently yeah, loses. Yeah, 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 absolutely. My, my holy grail, probably for that sort of thing, was a, a, a lad named Sean got a, like the first pair of Reebok pumps at junior school as well. That's mad wedge wow. at junior school, and it was like the first pair, like Twilight. What, edition. The on, oh, what, the, with the basketball time. Yeah, and I yeah. saw Cooley's only got a set of those. That's the second time I've seen them in since for twenty third. 25 years and she's got almost a pair of mint pair and she went yeah. oh I've got these and I was like are you kidding me but they were like well, everyone at, like at school you know in the classroom would gather round his feet just <laughs> gather round his feet five or six people and he was just standing there like yeah on the bus and everyone was like yeah you're it literally now it for Jesus I've just got to say <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember there, 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 
There was a kid that um, lived down my road that got um, bad on like a promo cassette, right. and, uh, and and he was so like smug with it. And I was like, I remember just asking his dad, "Could I borrow it?" And his dad was like, "I don't think so, mate." And I was like, oh, I can't. And like, and after about two days, he was a right ass, and he fucking my mate nicked it off of him, and we took it back round to my house. We was horrible kids. And uh, can you remember that really bad? Take nothing away from Sister Sledge, they've done some bangers. Mm-hmm. But can you remember, Frankie, do you remember me? It's a really nah. fucking shit song. Nah, it went to number one for ages and it was just dross. I recorded Frankie on repeat over his promo. <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> 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 I was going to say, did you pull the tape out? But you no, no, I just uh, I put like Sister Sledge's uh, Frankie oh, over both sides of it. Yeah, quite mean. Did you even t- rip up a copy of the Michael Jack? Did you have like a double deck? No, no, I had a dubbing. Sing- I speak dubbing, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, man. I had a single deck Seisho or Matsui uh, <laughs> system. Yeah, it's pretty shit. It's pretty shit. So we digress. So uh, it was the WWF back then, weren't it? And it they, was, were, yes. they were they were wicked toys. In fact, I think before that I had no interest in, in, in wrestling. And actually I think the toy line made me much more interested in watching a bit more wrestling. Yeah, personally, why they made the list was because of that reason. Really? Um yeah. I never had um I don't know what it was there. Maybe it was early Sky Sports. But it's, I was gonna ask this. But WWF wasn't on terrestrial T V. No. Or the, the four channels back definitely then. Not. No, definitely not. So, the toy line allowed you to reenact this thing that was rarer than everything else in your childhood toy oh, box. Right, right, right. Yeah. It wasn't something you could watch on a Saturday afternoon. No. Yeah. It was not something you could put in the VHS. It was this like mad thing you saw once in a while. Yeah, if you may add like somehow got old wrestle the WrestleMania tape or something. You'd watch that and be Yeah, but the tape crazy. was old. Like you knew yeah, with yeah. WrestleMania, like this this is a sporting event and it's mm. happened. Mm. Not like a film where it's like it's supposed to be rewatched. Mm. You wanted to uh, me you, personally, I wanted to watch WWF like on a as it was happening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, by the time the films come out, it was probably six months a year old. Yeah, yeah. Especially WrestleMania there was always yeah. delays, weren't there? Yeah, and like WrestleMania was once a year. Yeah. So it's it's just mad. Like it, the only way you could really appreciate wrestling was to was to play with the toys and reenact your own Royal Rumbles and that. Mm. And um, I ju- I just remember the colours vividly and like they they all had like a crude action, and that was like action figure and they were true to the words like action yeah, figure. Yeah, yeah. So like I remember having a Hulk that had a like a bear hug action. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you could put another toy in his arms. Mm. Not every toy, but some toys fitted, and then like the Ultimate Warrior had like a spring-loaded action, and he would right. leap. Yeah, and um, Jake the Snake had a pump-action arm punch. That's it. And he had a snake. He it was well snake. good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, was Bruce Barbas beat? He had a pair of scissors. I can't remember what his action was. He had the spring-loaded jump, like oh, the Warrior. Right, yeah. Yeah. So some of them mimicked each other yeah. in their um, actions, and. Um, one of them was um, was a really stupid action. It was the um, six million dollar man, and he just had a stomp. Like it was his foot would stomp. Like he pushed his arm and he would stomp. What was it... that? A, a six million dollar man had a wrestling figure. Um, yeah. Um, uh, Ted yeah. DiBiase. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because did you ever see the six million dollar man figure? Am I am I calling him wrong? 
I think no. He's the million dollar man, not the million six million dollar. Right. Right. So you're yeah, thinking this of the sixty four million dollar man was it? No, he was the six million. I've just merged two things, Steve. Uh, it wasn't Austin that. Was the six right. million yeah, dollar the geezer yeah. had a bit of a bad. I just added six to the million spaceship. dollar man. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, the million yeah. dollar man. Let's all stop saying million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, that toy of that guy now looks like No Edmonds. <laughs> oh no, mate, I, I, dude. Do you know what? Even back then, even back then, just I, saying. I was like, this is like house party style. <laughs> yeah. And you could paint like Yokozuna to look like Mr. Blobby, so you were away. <laughs> <laughs> The six million dollar man figure was the figure to have when I was a kid, like, and it was it was big. It was like slightly bigger action than, man size, bigger than an action mm. man, not much. You could look through his bionic eye, you right? Look through his bionic oh. eye, and he had a foreskin on his arm, <laughs> and like, I shit you not, and he'd literally roll back his fucking foreskin on his arm. It was like this sort of latexy <laughs> skin stuff. And underneath it, he'd have like this, like little robot, like um, this, this little oh, sort of computer panel what? that would come out of his arm. Get out! It was really fucking cool. And you could get there was two. I can't think what the other one was, but um, he did have another action as well. I think he had something where like he punched, like or his, his arm come down if you you press the button like, in his back. I can't yeah, remember yeah, exactly, yeah. but he had red. Um, Adidas um, pumps as well. <laughs> he was pretty cool and like a red tracksuit. And it was that one. So right. he was a 12 inch figure? Action Man, probably with a pair of heels on. He was a bit bigger than Action Man. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, uh, it was a fucking wicked like, figure. It was the one that was That was the other thing. All of these are under 12 inches, mm, the ones yeah. in my list. Just, that, uh, I think that's because, I mean, we're, we're, the, the reasons for that will start to come out when we start discussing your, your, your toy line, actually. But before. Our era of toys, which was predominantly that, there was the Action Man era, wouldn't yeah. there? Like the slightly bigger ones. The only other one I had was a Batman. It was a Batman toy for a minute. It was like Adam West style Batman as well. Nice. You know, 12 inches. He, he was cool, but yeah, there's. I, I think it made more sense to, to make them smaller and then you could collect more, couldn't you, really? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't remember ever having um, any oversight, over, yeah, over like five, six inches mm. figures. I think the only one I had was a, a beat-up, um, well, toy from another one on the list, so right. I won't mention <laughs> it, but it was a hand-me-down, yeah. and it was yeah. incomplete, and I never played with it because it, cause I never lost the bits. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind Do of, you know what? I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly yeah, what yeah, I would have yeah. been like. Uh, no. I could live with it if I lost the gun. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, but a hand-me-down uh, where you don't have the setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stretch yeah. Armstrong was a big figure. As well, in that kind of era, and the, the Hulk stretch arms. When did he? Well. When I don't did remember he, the Hulk. Uh, yeah, I, yeah no, I don't remember the Hulk one. When did? Yeah. When was Stretch out? Was he like your era? Or Maybe era? a little bit, bef- little bit before mine. Really, mine. I think yeah. Stretch. Oh, fuck. Don't I fucking say really. <laughs> no, 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 no disrespect because for once, yeah, because um, I remember he must have been re-released then. Yeah, he's been was, re-released yeah. loads. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, I think he first appeared in the seventies, like the early seventies. Definitely, yeah. He might even right. be earlier than that. Ah, oh, right. But um, it's another one. It's like a great idea, but they never... What? Who was he fighting? No, you're just stretching the cunt's arms. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, isn't it? You stretch his arms about. Like, he, 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 did, he didn't, he didn't even have a girlfriend. Arms. <laughs> he had no mates. He had oh. nothing. He was like, a yeah. freak. He was an outsider. <laughs> like stretch Armstrong, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. So what, what's his angle? Like, who's he fighting? You know... Yeah. 
It's really where's interesting. His ne- where's his nemesis? It's really interesting. He doesn't, no, no, his nemesis there's no... was them fucking kids that on, on the last the last day of school when you could bring your toys in, oh. it'd be the one where the poor cunt had a split stretch Armstrong because everyone in the playground oh. was seeing how far they could do tug of war with fucking stretchy's legs. But yeah. And Evil no. Knievel was the one from my era as well, where you used to fucking wind him up on the bike. Oh, remember he, that? My bro yeah, had him. That yeah. Up. That was the bollocks. Yeah, yeah. And the one that I never had that I wanted that was the, always on the page in the catalogue that I was like, yeah, that's the one, was Mr. Frosty. Oh, and shit. My brother got it first Christmas. What, the slush puppy yeah. maker? Yeah. Did, you get, did you have it? No. It was fucking shit. My mum <laughs> like, wouldn't let me have any of that or anything, that, anything that involved <laughs> food or goo. That was just straight up. Well, it was banned. just ice. And you had yeah. to put it in the top of um, like Mr. Frosty and push down on ice cubes. And all you had was like this little plastic handle with fundamentally a, a cheese grater. And you're trying to push ice and grate it. You know what people use them for now? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, is it? They use it for weed and yeah. stuff. Perfect. <laughs> that's absolutely the best way to fucking. Mate, that's, they're going to rock it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> people be like looking at them totally different yeah. now. Like, actually, yeah. Mr. Frostweed. Yeah. <laughs> or people be calling their mum up. <laughs> Going to search the loft, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I know it's here somewhere. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We, uh, my mates went up in, in, in my mate uh, Richie's loft when his parents went away. Uh, and we always used to go and like pile around his house and have like stuff over there when his parents were away. And they went up in his loft, and and they were all stoners, a few of them. And uh, I just remember my mate come down from the loft, and I was like, "Whoa, mate, you don't look right." And he was like, "No, no." I said, "What have you been smoking up there?" And he was like, "Oh, we found Richie's chemistry set. Found like one of them old school chemistry sets." And we're like. Let's just smoke it all and see what happens. <laughs> fucking hell, man. Are you kidding me? Let's smoke it all. That's fucking nuts. I had a chemistry set when I was like nine, which is weird because there's all chemicals in there. I wonder if they have them now. Do they have them? I'm surely not. Surely not. But I, even at nine, I knew I wasn't going to be fucking around with any of that shit. <laughs> you all made some rolling joints. I Jesus. don't remember chemistry sets as toys. Oh, I remember strange. 
I remember like having Play-Doh once. This was like really young, but the Play-Doh um, experience lasted about thirty minutes. And it was all stuck in the carpet, yeah. <laughs> and that was the end of Play-Doh yeah, yeah, in yeah. my house. Yeah. Always going to get a bollocking. And I'm sure it weren't safe to eat then. No, no. <laughs> it might have been, but it was pretty salty, wasn't it? If I remember rightly. Mate, no, I think you're <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you're thinking of, mate. Bad memories. Let's not. Let's. They've been repressed for a reason. Let's. Let's leave them. There. But it's the same. I am um, like my my mum was like, no, no, no. You're not having any of that Play-Doh stuff. Nothing that gets gooey. Were you yeah. ever exposed yeah. to the advert for the Play-Doh mop top hair shop? Yeah, 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 no, I remember just that. Just let the fucking bollocks. He looked like that and he's barn it, man. Just yeah. And then they just cut it off and all yeah. that. I was like, oh, yeah, can I get one of them? Mum was like, fuck, no dice. Yeah, but all your colours are mixed after about yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. That's it. Then all you're doing is just making brown See? shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's a brunette after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's just, yeah, it's nonsense. That was the one thing I hated about Play-Doh as well. It was like, apart from it getting caught and you lose it... Um. And you could, uh, it, it seemed like you could never just buy the play doh. I know you could, mm. but it, it was like always out of stock. Right, so you right. had to buy a set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like three times and, or like. Yeah, and I think that's why I never got any more sets. It was like, no, because you have to spend, I don't know, 20 quid or 10 of back, whatever it was. Yeah. You couldn't just buy a pot yeah, yeah. for a pound. Yeah. Um, but now there's all these hacks, you know, with the internet. You can make your own play doh. The recipes yeah. are online, it's easy. Really? So you just make play doh. It's got to have some like sort of corn flour, corn starch in it, or something like that. I I don't know the formula, yeah. but yeah, it's really simple, and no, you just right. need some food colourings, and you're away. <laughs> and you're, you're sorted. There yeah. was the other thing, right? This was a, it's a bit like it's not exactly play doh. Do you guys remember those? Like they were like semicircle gel balls that were sticky as fuck, and you just threw them at the wall, and they stuck and splattered across the wall. And then you could slowly peel it off, but the thing is, they used to end up getting really hairy. <laughs> well, they were things like, yeah. well, you know, get like a, a, a hand on the on thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was that yeah, same, yeah, yeah. same it material. Was, yeah. It yeah, just yeah. looked like it'd been in the bottom of your mum's handbag for about 40 minutes <laughs> <laughs> after you'd had it. Did it make them put them on like them little men who would yeah. climb that's down it, the yeah, wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flip down. yeah they, were, they, were, they were cool. But again, you do it a few times, then they're furry palms, and they don't stick to anything. And you're like, well, you can't play with. The rest of the toys, layers, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, gone. Just... Is back in, in the back of the cupboard with stretch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. covered in dog hair and dad's pubes. Did you right. did you have a uh, a favourite one of the uh, WWF out of all of them? Um, I think Hulk Hogan back then, but I, mm. the two that stick in my mind was free because Legion of Doom are a double double oh, act. Oh yeah. So Legion of Doom because I remember seeing some sort of wrestling event live at Wembley and having a Legion oh, of mate. Doom foam pad and what the, the what the uh, the arm shoulder foam pad one yeah the foam spikes yeah it's quite crude oh, was, but um i remember crazy. having that yeah, yeah. and being at um it, i don't think it was wrestlemania but it was like SummerSlam or something like that in london and um the the, the event sticks in my mind because it was quite boring because earthquake broke the ring <laughs> and there was a massive delay like i'm talking two hours before they could fix it well because he yeah, he what, just what part of it did he break? The like he, he um I don't know, you know when they do their bouncing around you yeah. think, Fucking hell, he's a massive dude, he shouldn't yeah. be doing that. And then when you see it in the flesh, it's worse because you're like, he really shouldn't be doing that. And <laughs> it, I don't know, he bounced off a ring and I don't know, the, probably the British technicians didn't d- do enough tension enough. in it or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, and all the all the rings and ropes became loose and I remember one of like the corner things falling down. 
No. He just dismantled it. That sounds fucking brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my memory. I mean, I might have completely like remodelled that event in my mind. Yeah. But I remember it being massively disappointing, being at wrestling. And I think that's when it slipped off my radar after that. You imagine how disappointed they were with Owen Hart then. <laughs> yeah. do, do you know what happened there? Do you know what happened with Owen Hart? No. So he was, I think it was Brett the Hitman Hart's brother, who's a wrestler. And that poor dude, he, uh, they he, they brought him down on a what, wire. Weren't they a tag team as well? Yeah, yeah. I think they would have heartbreak or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but as they that one day, Owen Hart came in via wire from like in the rafters, and the wire snapped. He fell and hit the one of the corner posts. Dude died then and there in front of everyone. Fuck. And everyone was going mad, going yeah, thinking it was part of it, and then everyone was like. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I seen that when we went progress. I saw a dude get uh, knocked out. A guy called Sebastian is a really funny dude. Great performer, but he walked out, got clothesline. Dude was out and he weren't moving. It wasn't like a knockout where they come to. Guy went out in a stretcher. That is a fucking funny experience watching that. It's really sad to see it, but everyone was mostly cool. You know, one of my um, I have to look that up. I just don't remember even yeah, hearing about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got to be on, on, on. I don't know if it's online. Uh, maybe, but um, yeah, definitely. Happened, yeah. My, um, <laughs> it's definitely online. On uh, on Friday, one of my my, my tour staff, Dan, he uh, he we, we was talking about wrestling, and and, and I'm, I'm not a big wrestling fan. And we was talking about it ahead of Saturday's boxing, and, he, and we, we ended up talking about your call. And he said, bizarrely enough, I said, I've done security at a wrestling event at your call. And uh, I said, oh, okay. And he said, like, I've never really been to a wrestling show or anything like that. And all I was told was, stand by the side of the ring, don't let anyone get in the ring. <laughs> so he was like, right, cool. So he said, they're all like radioed up, the wrestling's going on, everyone's cheering, and it's great. And someone gets thrown out of the ring, gets back in, gets thrown out, blah, 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 all the, the, the kind of usual stuff. And then he said, someone got thrown out and shouted, and his mate just come like running in jeans and a t shirt from like the door into the ring, screaming, I'm coming for you, blah, blah, blah. So Dan's like, fuck. And it's like literally just fucking hooked him, <laughs> knocked him out. And obviously, straight away, everyone was like, whoa, what the fuck? The radio's going, men, it was part of the show. And like, he's just like running in. And just had his head stoved in, because like, he thought he was just a maniac trying to get in the ring. But it was all kind of part of it. Yeah, that's fucking brilliant. Oh. I wonder how many times that's happened. That's just bad briefing, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. Shit, man. Um, yeah, Gosh. I think he got put in the front door after that. Oh, Stay away from the ring, mate. Uh, one of my favourites. So like the only other thing I remember from uh, that that tournament, I had a Hulk Hogan that had the Gorilla Press ad action. I don't know at what point they released him, but he, he had that one sort of thing going on. Uh, but um, was the ring, and I don't think I ever had the ring. But the ring looked like that was proper. Like a couple of my it was, had the ring, and it made it a bit like fucking official. Yeah. That did. It was a kind of like the must-have accessory for <laughs> your set of wrestlers, because yeah. otherwise. I don't know, you can't really make like a cave base for them. Uh, it's not the same. They don't it? work in the bath. Yeah. Like, you, the ring was integral, and I remember the ring being hard to get, and I got, I didn't get a new one, because I think that was one of them toys, you know, like back in the day, you used to just sell out, and mm. it was one of the, there weren't enough made, yeah. so not everyone could have one. And um, for what it was, it's quite a cheaply made thing. 
It was yeah. really expensive. Yeah, yeah. But you got belts with it. You got oh, championship fuck. belts with it. If I remember right. right. So Did you could decorate your wrestlers. As well? yeah, 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 yeah. There was. And there were steps. And I think you got a couple of accessories. Like a table. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. But it had like proper springy ropes. So it, was, it was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it was you pretty cool. You can still get cool. wrestling toys, can't you? Like, oh, it, I think that, oh, that, that, that well. money train would, should never stop. Should they're huge. Toys, they're yeah. huge now. They're, yeah. I mean, um, I see them in Toys R Us um, all the time, and there's like zombie WWE. Yeah, they're in that rest- way. Yeah, there's like all offshoot lines to it, and they're doing all the classic wrestlers again. I remember seeing a really de- quite detailed compared to these Hasbro ones mm. I'm talking about. Um, Hulk Hogan and you're like shit that's like really realistic it's almost yeah. too real to play with yeah yeah you want to just put it yeah. on the side because yeah. I think the yeah the WWF it was it was the thinking back and I've got them now and I've used you know I've used it in um, some work but they are like stylized. they're their own thing they don't you can't compare them old wrestling toys to anything else They, for me they stood apart for their colours and their you know they got all the, st- the uh, skin tones right all the bronze in, <laughs> yeah. It was like it was very, it was, very sat, it was a very saturated color scheme, wasn't it? In on those toys, because obviously wrestling is quite that, isn't it? It's quite like yeah. you know you got your they, neons and that. Really, those little figurines. Yeah. yeah. And we'll, we'll get around to some of your art um, for our tonight's chat and that, but figures are, are, are pretty big for you, aren't they? Yeah, toys is like something I've gone back into. I mean, I first. Started. I did art toys about seven years ago, and um, I guess my audience then wasn't as big as it is now. And what I was making, there wasn't the people for it because there wasn't also the art toy scene that there is now. You know, seven yeah. eight years down the line, the internet, social media is all kicked in. It it's sort of taken a life of its own, and it's a subgenre within um, art. It's, it's you know it's got its own superstars in that field, mm. and um, so yeah now now I'm back in it as a, an offshoot of the other stuff that I make, but just because it's something that's been bubbling away there anyway. Um, in fact, the, the thing that I gifted you guys the crucifix that was one of the first well that was the first art toy I made back in 2010. Was that so? That's yeah, mate. Just that, a, just a stormtrooper Storm Storm on a blister card, and the blister yeah. card was a crucifix bubble. Right. And it was Star Wars, and the right. the narrative was religion. Star Wars, nice. So and the, that's, yeah. and that's come back around and it manifested itself again, but in a freestanding sculpture. So, so that was the first one you done, right? Because I remember, I remember the one because Pip's got one, isn't it? Was that the second version of it that you did, or was that a, he? Was, yeah, that's. I mean, that's the second incarnation, incarnation of it. Incarnation of it, isn't and it? you've yeah, got yeah. one of yeah, what. Yeah. Pip's got, but a different oh, colour. That's so dope. So, it's um yeah, but the the original original one was without the cross. Right. It was just the pose. Yeah. And uh, yeah, on a card, and there weren't many of them made. There was probably twenty of them made back then. And then uh, they, I saw that they actually went all right, but the production of them took ages. So it's it's something I put to bed, and now I've got um quicker with making stuff. Yeah. Um, I can do, I, you know, I can ex, I can execute these ideas much quicker. And for me, it's like my attention span, or even my own ideas, is really short. So unless I can get it 
to a stage where I'm happy really quickly, basically ready for market, ready to mm. sell, ready to advertise, um, these things drop off and they right. stay in boxes right, and right. they just stew in these, you know, various cooking pots. Right, around, like as uh, sort of graveyard as, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't think of it as a graveyard. It's more of like just keeping them on a low yeah, heat. Yeah, on a <laughs> yeah. simmering. Yeah, yeah. So, because these things do come back around and... Um, yeah, you, so you're 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 sort of you, you're really industrial. Like in, when we worked and we did a few t-shirts together and stuff like that. The first one was a base face, and you just you get stuck in, man. You're so, you're far, you you are quite a, a productive and you're quite your brains it works really quickly on your creative ideas as well. It's kind of impressive to watch and to see you sort of like get stuck in really. Um, on the sort of uh, on the on the development of your different toys and whatnot was really cool to see you go down that road. Because what was your first print? What was the first? Was it Honor Islam? Was that your first one? Honor Islam was yeah. the first print. Yeah. That was a that was a really. Do you know what? When I first saw that and I read the title, it didn't hit it didn't hit me in the brain, and what, I went. Do you want to explain it a bit for people that are listening? Go on, man. Um, so, Honor Islam is an anagram of Mona Lisa, <laughs> and the print was. Um, quite a crude, free-colour, stencily, street arty esque looking thing. But it's essentially a burkered version of the Mona Lisa. So her hands are revealed in white, and her eyes, and um, it's just playing on the um, celebrity of the Mona Lisa painting, yeah. that you can recognise her from a silhouette, mm. and her eyes. And the one um, hidden sort of cliche joke it's not really a joke but like the question in it or the humour is there's a there's a droplet coming from one of her eyes and always the narrative of it is I never explained what that was and there is no answer there's no right answer so is it a drip of paint or is it a teardrop yeah so people read into it differently and um it's funny because um, I met Riz Ahmed and he asked me that straight away. Really? Yeah, he'd, he'd had a look through my Instagram yeah, and he was yeah. like, what's that about? And I explained to him that it's it, that it's down to individuals, what they yeah. see into it. So I've had people go, Mo, you know, a lot of people think she's crying. I'm like, well, it's not really, she's not really sad. Mm. It's not really that. No. But it's also not pain. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's neither of those things. It's just a cliche. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and it, it did really well. I mean, that was my first print, and um, yeah, from that, I had to use that as a springboard because yeah. it was like, well, it wasn't the most techni technical piece of artwork that I could have done, executed, but it was it was quite powerful, and it's just at its 10th it, anniversary. It was, as and a, as yeah, a man. idea, as a wow. artwork. Even the even the play on the name, as I say, when I first read it, I was like, "What?" And then then it drops. I was like, "It's just a fucking anagram. It's really good." Um, yeah, and then you sort of did because um, you you had a background in. Do you mind me saying sign making and stuff like that? Or yeah, no, that, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, that was my. I was working as a like sign designer, sign writer slash technician installer. I did everything. I worked for a, a sign company and that's where I learned silkscreen printing. I'd never mm. heard of it, never seen it. I'd heard of it, never witnessed it until yeah, yeah. I worked there. And and I owned a silkscreen print. Of, Which is to people that don't know. Um, so it's... Um, 
essentially pulling ink through stencils in a really taut mesh. Um, if you don't know what it is, you just need to Google it, and they'll explain it better in mm. some. Like you only have to watch a minute and a half video, you get it. You but, get the format. Yeah. Um, it's like nowadays, like print. It's not like a printer when you yeah you send an image to a printer and it comes out and it's all colourful. Silkscreen printing is every colour you see is a screen, and it's usually hand pulled. Yeah. So it can be quite painful as a process if your images are complex. Hence why my first image was two colours and you use the white of the paper. So you get yeah. three colours. Did you, you pull that yourself then? Did you, did you print that one yourself? Yeah, I did those myself. Um, that was like learning, uh, using equipment, staying after hours. Because my boss was, uh, he's an, well, he, he was an artist and he is an artist. And he was really encouraging about using whatever I wanted to as long as I weren't doing it in work time. So... Um, that was that was pretty cool, mm-hmm. and just seeing, um, you know, watching the printer during the day, just having a little look what he was doing, thinking, well, yeah, I'll give it a go. It doesn't seem that hard. It isn't that hard? And there's there's places you can go and learn that. It's it's quite it's quite a good thing just to go. Yep, I've done a bit of screen printing. Yeah. Okay, well, I want to get drilled down more into the, the figures and and uh, and that that you design yeah um, as we go on but I've, I've got to be careful because I think some of them will almost teeter into other things that are on the list and, and, and whatnot so um do you want to do you want to go to number four yeah so number four is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or as they were known here the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles censoring yep. <laughs> <laughs> the word ninja I never knew that yeah, yeah. but they you know if you're looking for them on online or you know want to dig you have to the um the acronym of it is tmnt not no one no one recognizes the hero TMH2. thing yeah no. but there is a i think there's i think there's a lot of american collectors who are hunting our versions of their cards oh, right. you know, like, yeah the card yeah yeah because yeah. the product was the same wasn't it but a card would have been different yeah. yeah yeah and that's a big thing with collectors is carded and um yeah, I think it's one of those toy lines as well. Along with WWF, some of them are really hard to find because um, despite lessons being learned on you know, older franchises, these these toy lines were still approached innocently as toys. No one yeah. had the foresight of keeping them, really. Because yeah. uh, there isn't that many... Of, you know, if you wanted a carded set of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles now, they're hard to get. Hey, how much are you looking at? Because I, I like you say, no one was thinking about carding. Is that still in the, in the untouched? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, then there's grades of carded. Right. Like the, the the grades mm-hmm. go up to, from ten. Yeah. Like you know, mint is ten. No no creases. No damage. No yellowing. Do you, can Downs. you get that for product? Stu, can you get me a drink, please? Yeah, can you get can you get that I'm for like I'll products that Heineken actually? Is that Heineken? That old, um, I think so, mate. Beer. I'm out of Heineken, but I've got <laughs> Carlin, Cause Light, or uh, an Estrella. Cause Light, please. Yeah. yeah. So, so can you get those Ninja Turtle carded ones? Could you get that like like as you say as a ten? Is, is are they out there? Is they that, are like, out there. Unicorn. No, yeah, like, everything's out Where there. Where the fuck was that being kept? Do you know what I mean? You, you did have some savvy people. Yeah. And um, Thanks, I think a lot of the, um, I think, you know, a lot of the examples are the North American ones. Right. Um, but as with most toy lines, 
the ones that hold the most value are the popular characters. So if you want the you know the four turtles, I don't know which of the four are rarest. I've not looked into it because yeah. for me these are like stuff like they're cans of worms and they're still sealed. <laughs> and that's you, yeah, you know yeah. I can't so you I can't yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can't collect all of this stuff. So yeah, yeah. you I can't answer those like question whereas i can on other subjects yeah, yeah, yeah. i can answer it because i'm in deep so i have to i have to like is it dangerous this, this is dangerous <laughs> this yeah, is yeah. fucking well dangerous <laughs> <laughs> i'm well, stepping on eggshells man. <laughs> what can we get you addicted as i said like i'm i, I, I have actually spent about 200 quid researching this yeah. on things no, just why? by ebay thinking oh that's cheap and the and and the most toxic word for me on eBay is lot. <laughs> right. So add so the word lot. You think that there's a bargain in there? There too. is bargains. There's mm-hmm. massive bargains. So by adding the word lot to most of these searches, two hundred quid bought me a fucking load of toys. <laughs> What's the missus saying? They're for Hudson. No, no, no. <laughs> They're not for the baby. These. Um, it's fu- it's funny seeing his reaction to them though, because they have. They've got like that appeal, that yeah. you know, that, the colours of them, a lot yeah. of these toys. But they're um, they're now becoming the basis and inspiration for further toy lines oh, of work. No. So Thank their you. work, you know, I've, I I buy them as um, their business expenses. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I bet they, they are genuinely on, that on your books, right? Well, you well they are. They're, yeah. they're perishables. They yeah. are yeah. things that are going into work. But I can do that. I get away with that, you know, when we uh, for music DJing. Just all that, all my iTunes and all that, bosh, straight, yeah. straight as a business expense, eh? So with the, t- the Turtles, again, I, I kind of missed it. I'm a bit too old for that. Um, was there many? I know obviously there's the, the, the four Turtles there, and the, uh, yeah, the bad there, guy. There's fucking loads. Yeah, and, and some of them were almost unreachable. I, I got a uh, got older Krang and people, my mates were I never fucking, had Krang. Yeah, like, I, t- I what, still can't what, what get it now. Bad guys or? I wonder if he's lurking in the loft, mate. He, what? But did you have the small, like sort of six, five inch one, or the mega one, which no, was fourteen inches? No, I had like the smaller one where he was on like some sort of like. Even yeah. that was hard yeah. to get. Yeah, yeah. And um, Krang's a brain, by the way. If anyone's listening, who the fuck's Krang? He's just a brain. He's the mastermind. Face. Yeah, he's right. a nasty little mastermind. Krang. <laughs> yeah, he's just. I mean, he featured in the new live-action film as well, and they didn't actually do too bad a job. I mean, they're not, they're not the best. I haven't seen the second one. So, yeah, Krang's in it. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, you've got to see it. Oh, that's what I'm watching tonight. I'm just fucking shit you know. And Bebop it. and Rocksteady. I've seen that, and I've been like, it's kind of been in my back pocket. I think one of them's a wrestler, like a modern wrestler. Right, right, okay. Um, Or a mixed martial artist guy. I'm pretty okay. sure one of them is. I'm not um 100%, but someone, I think I remember someone saying it is. But yeah, the, the line was extensive. And... I don't even know the years it was active, but I remember getting toys off a market stall on Bethnal Green Road, and this guy somehow was competing with one of the shops along that road, Brodie's, an old toy shop, who used to have tons, and it felt like it was a really dark shop, and it went on for ages. It was really narrow, and he just had racks and racks of stuff. And that shop is long gone. I think it's like a pawn shop now. But the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle guy was like yeah. next to the fruit stall on <laughs> Bethlehem Green Road. And, I just, and he just always had, and the boxes were green and they were grey. And he always had like a new selection. It felt like a produce 
store because you wear that fresh oh. stuff. And I don't remember them being that expensive. Obviously, I weren't buying them for myself, but I remember, you know, every other week, I I, I was able to get one. Yeah. And that was kind of a thing for a while. And the cartoons were just the nuts. Probably one of the best kids' cartoons. Oh, easy. Yeah. Um, just yeah, the stories were deep. Like I mean, essentially, they're just vigilantes. And um, but yeah, I mean, like the tour line. So. Just to get the key set up, you needed the four turtles, you needed Master Splinter, you needed April, and again, she was probably. But saying about the lack of female characters, there was a lack in that line as well. Massive, and, and in the WWF, there was no females represented. No, like from what I remember, none. No, no. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles made me well for me as well. It's that yellow tick box. She was yellow suited in a cat suit. Yeah. So I was like straight away, that's one character I want because he's yellow. Yeah. yeah. And I was just drawn to these yellow things you for always, some reason. Yeah, just enjoy the colour. It's one. Yeah. So April was like, and she was pretty kick-ass in the cartoon. So she yeah. was actually quite appealing mm. to kids. I think she might have been the first, at like, the start of it. Yeah, she was also kind of like, she was quite career with a, a woman, wasn't she? Driven and smart and sassy and got used to get stuck in. Yeah. These crazy... She weren't just like poor... the girlfriend. No. And so, yeah, maybe maybe April's like the, yeah, the sort of start of the trend we see now with more sort of proper her- heroic women. And what, in... she was in a yellow tracksuit? Yeah, the, well, the toy com- was. More like a jumpsuit. It was more like a jumpsuit. Combat. She was hot as well. Combat. I'm thinking Kill Bill. Like, oh yeah, but that that was based on uh, Bruce Lee's outfit in um, well, Tower of Death, yeah, I think. Yeah, course, yeah. But, uh, yeah. But she was pretty hot uh, as a character goes, and um, but that was yeah. So that's the core. Then you had like Casey Jones, and mm. and then all the baddies. Like the baddies were really inventive. Um, like Shredder was key. Shredder was yeah. a, a cracking villain. Yeah, it was like this bladed ninja masked dude mm. and made of like metal and had a cape and then like the co- one of the coolest figures from that line for me was the foot soldier I don't oh, know if mate. you ever remember I, I the completely foot agree I think so they were crouched over mm. they were um, hooded they had yellow eyes they were purple and they had like big um, arm pad protectors yep. but they were just this like the most awkward pose I'd ever seen on an action figure like <laughs> squatted over and that they were frustrating for the fact of it was um, you needed you wanted an army of foot soldiers, yeah. yeah, but they were hard to get. They were just hard to find. So you were lucky if you had one. I don't know anyone who had two. Yeah, which yeah, no, I I, I don't think me and my I never owned a foot soldier. I had Shredder and I had a couple of the turtles and I had quite a lot of other bad guys. Like there was a guy called Trog or Trog and Crab, General Trog. Yeah, General Trog, yeah, 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 and he was like a brown heap of yeah yeah man it was like junk. a rock it was almost like a rock lord <laughs> 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 rewind but they um but the the, the thing the, the level on the sort of like the ninja turtles especially when they got to like almost like a second edition which trial followed in the quality of the casting of the toys was really good it like was it, on point it yeah. was that just like you know you it had the bright almost like the brightness of some of the WWF. do you remember the junk heap dude yeah and he had a sewer um, manhole cover for a foot. Yeah, yeah, it was great. He was like, it was like trash. Yeah, yeah. He, he just looked like a pile of trash. Really cool. Sounds like shit. Work. And then Rat King. Rat King was dope. Again, he was like that... a mummified dude. Yeah. And he had all rats on crawling over him, but you couldn't remove them. It yeah. was just permanently like. But yeah, all the baddies were really awesome. Good. It looked awesome, mate. Yeah. And um, 
just saying, going back to Krang, I just recently picked up the Trap Toys Run the Jewels Krang. What? Yeah, so I was like, this this is fucking perfect. This no. is Run the Jewels Krang. Oh my gosh. And the oh man, it's dope. Like if you if I'm you have a look, because I just did a I just did ToyCon UK um, with Trap Toys. So it was uh, we had, we shared a booth, right? And um, yeah, so uh, I I I got the booth. I I, sec- I secured the booth. I knew one of the organisers, and I, I secured it early on, like months and months ago. <laughs> and I just said to him, "Look, invites there. Come and do it. Come and share the booth." Man. Yeah, and yeah, before the doors opened on the, the first day, I'd spent 250 quid on my own booth. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, I really shouldn't be... Uh, well, you know, I'm here to sell, try and make an impression and try and, you know, meet some fans and hopefully make new fans. And here I am. I'm already like, down another 250 quid, but well worth that it, man. Amazing. Krang was one of them because... They put out their stuff, and I was like, "God, I have one of them." I'm thinking, "Fucking hell, man!" Like, I've got to leave this alone. This is bad. It's the can of worms. So straight away, I open the can of worms, and all the worms are gone. <laughs> so, it's yeah, but look it up if if you're um, Krang's one of them hard to find characters, right. and if you like run the jewels, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's yeah. like fucking hell. It's a match made in heaven. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah I can't live without it. Like, I can, I'm almost sort of it's just sick. It's like it. it's black, a black. Painted Krang, like yeah. the robotic bit. Yeah. Krang is wearing glasses, sunglasses, yeah. in the belly, and he's pink. And then the skin tones of the robot guy are like a teal. Right, okay. And, they, and they've got the fucking chain and the hands. Oh, mate. Yes. Yeah, it, oh, it, and the box art is killer. It's like, it's fucking amazing. It's just, it's, when it's I, perfect. Do you know what? When I sort of started to see like toys going from that other level, so like growing up in the same era, toys were for playing with especially things like WWF you used to beat the shit out of you and your mates in your hands basically really. yeah. but like, I remember like getting to about 18, 19 and starting to go to the comic stores where I'd buy comics and then they would start be then the, the, these editions of toys that were coming through not only just the quality of the cast it must be McFarlane the, at that the, point yeah all the spawn shit yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, the quality of the cast how they painted them um, because painting and toys is just like, or models, you get nerdy, you love a games workshop, sure, I catch you in there every now and then. <laughs> but you, 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 you see like how they paint those. I've got a mate who paints them, yeah. like the games workshop ones. He's got a fucking A-level in fine art. His fine art is mind-boggling, right? And he was like, fine art was doing my nutting, and he started painting them. And you look at these things, and you're like... And the time he spends on them, but the quality is amazing. But you, yeah. you see that, like how they started raising the game with the Todd McFarlane. You started seeing computer games having toys, like they issued like Metal Gear Solid toys and stuff. That was McFarlane again, though. Yeah. Oh, was it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Shit. I I ducked out of games at that stage. Yeah. I think I like I I um I just stuck with the N64 
<laughs> like I just was like Nintendo hardcore <laughs> and was like fuck PlayStation I'm not going to go there and I didn't really didn't really go there but yeah I saw them uh, Metal Gear Solid toys and I bought the um, Vulcan Raven Oh, guy. really? What a big I've got that Gatling toy. Gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the sickest toy I've ever seen. Yeah, got all mate. the tattoos on him. Yeah. And um, so that, at that time, they were doing, they just had everything going for him, McFarlane. And they're not on the list purely because it's childhood. Mm. Mm. This is adolescence. Mm. This is the start of the now problem. Yeah. <laughs> the, of the, the plastic think? crack. Um, Look, I'm going to come and turn your ass off. <laughs> 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 um, just a lot of, I've, I've got a, a workshop. Stroke Studio, a lot of it's there. A lot of those McFarlane movie maniacs. That was oh, really yeah, the, yeah. the the restarting of collecting as what I collect now was movie maniacs. And you you obviously keep them box fresh and no, no, they they were all open, so they were in details like IKEA glass cupboards. Um, because I was just like, these ain't gonna be these ain't gonna be the gems down the line. They're not mm. gonna be antiques roadshow things. They're mass-produced, and it's turned out to be right. Some of them are worth a little bit more box, but not much, so you might as well have opened them. But the that movie Maniac line was like, getting them, and then going, so now you can have genuine um, characters from films that are toys or action figure looking. And that was at about the same time I started like, fucking around with art. So I was like, I can bring movies in. Because like, I saw yeah. a couple of people doing it, so I was like, okay, so movies is now an ingredient yeah. to this. It's okay. Um, you know, you don't have to have um, a conceptual idea. It can just be that. Yeah. And and movies being pop culture, it's like, yeah, I guess toys softened my um, preconceived ideas of art. Of art. Yeah. And that was nice. the start of it, yeah. Like, help, but, you know, getting Pinhead... In the same shelf, I had Pinhead Candyman, The Yellow Bastard, oh, uh, all different you. times, obviously, but as yeah. the lines got fat out, so you had this, like, shelves of fucking pure evil. That was my, my, my introduction into what I would say is, like, grown-up toys, was, like, my mate, who was, who was a metaler, went round his ass, and he had his Pinhead, uh, yeah. Freddy, and, like, and, and all these kind of... Like um, horror characters yeah. in really fucking amazing detailed figures, yeah. and it was like he weren't playing with them; they were a display. Do you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and I remember yeah, just yeah. thinking, "Whoa, that's that's pucker that is." Yeah, mate. And, uh, yeah, my introduction into it. Uh, uh, okay, well, should we should we take a break? Yeah, we. Do you know what? An hour has gone like that. Yeah, it's ten minutes. So yeah, let's break. Let's take a break, have a piss, and then we'll come back and do the last three. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. But that that's fascinating. Like every every single one of these, we could just go on, off on a dot tangent, couldn't yeah. we, for hours? Yeah. Um, you you caught a stick about for another? Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. All right. Well, yeah. Hope you all enjoyed that, and yeah. we'll, we'll catch you soon in uh, in part two. Yeah. Thank you. Who's? Okay, officer. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for letting me know. Cheers. Oh, by the way, how long is he going to be in for? What? Well, I guess that's the way he's wired. You've got to lock him up sometimes just to keep him away from the general public. I know. Well, anyway, he's supposed to be recording these intro and outros for me. For the podcast. I suppose I'd better do this next one on my own, then. 
I don't want people hearing my voice. I'm just a producer. I just make these things sound half decent for people to listen to. Alright, cool. Well, I guess if Stu's in Venice with his family having a great time, and if you go to at Stu Whiffin on Instagram, you'll see exactly how good a time they're having. And if Chris has been locked up for stuff that I can't even speak about, then I guess I'll do this, uh, well, this is the outro for Riker Part 1. And it's good. I've just been listening through and, yeah, my favourite part was the um, the bit when they talk about, I don't know, toys and stuff. And um, I think they talk about some T-shirts and, and things. And you just listen to it, so I don't know why I need to tell you what, what they spoke about. Um, but anyway, this is the outro to to the Riker podcast. In case you're wondering, you've probably guessed, but this is um, 76. Um, I'm not used to my voice being on things. I usually just make beats and instrumentals for people and do the podcast. So this is a rare, rare treat of people hearing my voice. Um, what I might have to do is I'm going to contact Pip and see if I can get some of his Pip money to bail Chris out of jail, Gray's Clink, um, to come and record the, the intro and the outro for part two. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Pip a call now, um, let him know what Chris has been up to, um, make sure he doesn't vomit, um, because it's so horrible um, what he's been doing. Uh, well, to be fair, it's the reason Stu left the country, and the reason I've made my children sit upstairs uh, while I'm doing this. Um, so let's hope Pip's got enough in his bank account to get Chris out uh, for the for the next lot. Uh, I guess the next voice you hear will be Max, my little boy, who says hardcore lists every week. Um, and then, yeah, enjoy part two when it comes out. Have a great weekend, folks. Bye. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast.